Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash sunismiley. He always behave himself and uh, do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun is Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun is Smiley. Why you about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sun and Smiley Podcast. I am back on a Monday. This is incredible. You know, for a moment there, I thought, maybe I'll just push it again to Tuesday since I did this two weeks in a row. But my uh, conscience came back to life. My good old inner diligent self requested that I get back on the mic and record this podcast. So here I am. Nice to see you all. It is smoky here in Vancouver. I spend the weekend, you know, Thursday all the way to Sunday in Wichita, Kansas at the Looney Bin Comedy Club. You know, last time I was at Wichita, I didn't do much. I don't know why. I was a little afraid of the town. But this time, I walked around quite a bit, you know, with the fellow comics and went about on my own. Mostly to catch Pokemon, not really to explore town. But, you know, a byproduct of walking around the town is you get to see the town. So, it's actually quite diverse. You know, there's a huge LGBTQ community there. I saw a lot of different diverse communities. You know, kind of shocked me a little bit. So maybe I was judging the place by the location it's at and didn't really open my eyes to it. But this time, I took a look. And you know what? Quaint little town. It's got a lot of microbreweries. It's a good sign that it's getting diverse because, you know, diversity loves microbreweries. I don't know why. And, yeah. If you get a chance, check it out. I had a great time. Call a lot of Pokemons. Yeah, I think that that's probably the best part. I'm still playing the game. Don't judge me. I will be too for the next few months. So be prepared to get a whole episode on me just talking about all the techniques I learned. But yeah, back in Vancouver and it's smoky out here. There is uh, probably 500 forest fires going on in British Columbia right now. And it's all um, in the sky from all that good old burning. I think California's on fire. Everything's on fire. You know, we need some rain. I think whatever we're doing to this planet, it doesn't like us. So there's just absolutely zero visibility. I think the air quality today on the news was at a 10, which is at the point where you shouldn't be outside. I went outside for a little bit to catch stuff. You know what I'm doing. Anyways, and uh, my throat hurt and I was tearing up and, you know, According to the news article, if you can just stay inside and don't go outside, because it actually creates health complications, and that's that's awful. So that's the world I'm living in right now. I'm trying not to go outside, be outside, and breathe. Sounds like a wonderful life. So I was debating as to what to talk about this week, because all I can think about is how this smoke is going to detriment my progress in my game. And, oh, interestingly, I met a bunch of people over the weekend. You know, we okay, let's just talk about the game a little bit, because I'm, I'm just going to talk about it anyways. So in the game, you got to gather together, do these raids. Um, so they're called raids where you have to beat a boss, you know, to get together, because they're very powerful. So you got to get a bunch of friends together who are just like you, who should be doing something better with their lives. 
but you got to be this boss and you can catch it. So, you know, my brother and I, my wife, we went to this raid um, that's just outside our lunch place. And we thought, you know, let's go check it out. And by outside our lunch place, I mean a 15-minute drive. But it doesn't matter. So we're there. And we thought, you know what? No one's going to show up and help us fight this raid. And long and behold, uh, about 17 to 20 people showed up. And we thought, you know, it was just random people gathering. And we had a quick chat with them. And it turns out they're in this you know, group where they coordinate time and location. And these are not children. There were zero children in this group. They're, you know, people in their early 40s to, you know, mid 50s. And these are professionals. One person, you know, just went up. So I'm a teacher in summertime, so I can do whatever I want right now. I got time, so I got to get ahead. And it was incredible. These are all professionals, including my brother, who's a doctor, standing there trying to catch a Pokemon made out of rocks. And he didn't get it because he's not playing the game properly. The game takes patience and consistency. So even if it's terrible air outside, you got to get out there. But in all seriousness, if you are living in location, that's much like mine where it's really smoky, air quality is terrible, stay inside. I'm not saying go outside and, you know, end yourself. Be safe. Be healthy. Because the power of smoke is something that we tend to underestimate, or the power of air. And I'll tell you, this is a quick little story. I thought, you know, it connects to the whole situation right now. Not the Pokemon part, the smoke part, as to how powerful the smoke is. So, about eight to nine years ago, I would say, I went camping with the brother, the cousins, you know, the boys. We rented a little cabin, a little wooden cabin that you can rent. You know, with the basic amenities, you got a bed, you got, you know, a table, some chairs, stuff like that. So we rented that. And one thing we really like doing, well, partially me, is starting fires. That's just one of my hobbies. I didn't start any of this mess, by the way, in this province. I haven't done that for a while. We love campfires. So we also had the dog with us. You know, the puppies were with us. And so we're starting a campfire, and of course the puppies got to do their business when they're out and about, so they pooped. And, of course, as dog owners, you got to clean it up. And at that time, I don't know what I was doing. I was a little occupied, you know, probably trying to get things together, trying to cook. So I just told my cousins, hey, why don't you guys just go watch the dogs, get rid of the poop once they're done. They're tiny dogs. It's not going to take a lot of effort. Just pick it up, throw it in the garbage, we're good. So after a few minutes, you know, I'm doing my thing and I turn around and, you know, everything's good. The dogs are back inside the cabin. So I was like, okay, where, where is the, where's the poop? I mean, I don't see anybody go to the garbage or come back. Nobody moved. Everyone's within the same vicinity of the cabin, the fire. And my cousin goes, oh, I just threw in the fire. It was just, it was just burnt. You know, it was just fuel and waste. And at that time, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It's just biological waste. It'll probably just disintegrate and, you know, all is good. Back to the nature, back to the universe. Little did we know, when you burn something that's not wood, especially feces, it really creates a special type of smoke. It creates this dark, black, crap smoke that was blown directly into our neighbor's cabin. And our neighbor, at that time... I think was hanging their um, beach towels on the railings outside their cabin to dry, you know, so they can go to the beach the next morning. And they were just getting bombarded by just clouds 
of dog crap smoke. And that lasted for quite a while. We couldn't do anything with this fire. We couldn't cook marshmallows. We couldn't cook. We couldn't sit by it because nobody wanted to smell like dog poop. And nobody definitely wanted to be smoked into dog poop smoked meat. And the neighbors actually checked out the next morning, which I don't know is because there's smoke or because we're just going home in general. But I'm sure they weren't very happy because everything that the fire touched just turned into poop smoke. And I think we're having the biggest poop smoke that you can possibly imagine here in BC right now. Because I'm sure the forest fire is burning all the bear crap, the raccoon crap, the coyote crap, the deer crap. And it's on the air and it's coming in here and I'm trying to go out there and catch fake animals and bring in real animal feces. It's a wonderful time for all. Anyways, if you like to see me live, um, there's a few changes to my schedule. Um... This weekend, it's going to be the same from August 24th to 25th. I'll be at Laugh Lines Comedy Club in New Westminster, British Columbia. Next week, still the same, August 28th, all the way to September 2nd. I will be the Comedy Cave Comedy Club in Calgary, Alberta. And then the weekend after that, on September 7th, I will be at Prospects Steak and Ale in Gold Bar, Washington. And September 8th, I'll be at Tyrant Studios in Vancouver, British Columbia. And September 14th and 15th, that remains the same. I'll be at Ventura Harbor Comedy Club in Ventura, California. September 10th, the Monday before that, I will be at Firefly Lounge in Bellingham, Washington. And then the weekend after where I'm supposed to be at Dubuque, Iowa and Cedar Rapids. Unfortunately, that has been canceled because I will be doing a audition for stand-up NBC in Houston, Texas that weekend. So sorry, everybody. I'll try and come and be back um, You know, in that region later on this year and that is this week episode if you're looking for more dates more information about me or where am i you know whereabouts just go to my website at kingedhill.com and it's nice to see you guys on a monday again i'm back on track and i'll see you next week at the same time and the same place with a brand new story of being the son of smiling <laughs>